Hit the music. Are you ready? Break it down. Shock the system. Welcome back to Backyard Wrestling, episode 47. 47. I'm one of your hosts. I am Jay. And I'm Bob. That is Bob. What's up, buddy? Nothing. What's going on, man? Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Very, very, very boring week. Yeah. Yes. That, that sucks. Boring how, week sucks. How about you? Did you uh, any news on your uh, situation? Yeah, we finally got some information, and uh, I don't know, maybe this month it gets worked on. Maybe. Maybe. We'll, we'll see. You know how the insurance companies are. They take forever. They drag anything. their feet, baby. They, they take don't. their time. I got a new belt. That's yeah. exciting. You got a new belt? Yeah, I got a new belt. Like, like a regular belt? Like a regular belt. Hey, I need a new belt. I spent 60 bucks. Get the fuck out of here. I went and bought a belt off this one website. It's made from a solid piece of leather. It is the nicest belt I've ever owned. Jesus, it's look at you. It's so nice. Well, the last belt I bought was one of them crappy ones that they sew two pieces together, and it just fell right apart. You know, that's a quarter of the price for a new mic. Yeah. I know, but it's a nice belt. But this is a nice mic. It's a nice belt. Oh, by the way, if you drive to an intersection and you're sitting there and the light turns green and then you turn on your blinker, fuck you. I you're hate an you. asshole. Don't turn off this podcast. Don't listen. You're a dick. Because <laughs> I had to deal with that today. And I must have slammed on my horn. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Come on. Hey, this is Jersey. Road rage was invented here. Yeah, seriously. We drive. So, we either drive 15 miles over or 10 or miles too under. too slow. Yeah. <laughs> In the left lane, by the way. Ugh. All right, so uh, on this show, we are going to be doing the recaps of the Wednesday shows. Uh, we're also going to be doing fast lane predictions. Yeah, it's fast lane time. Oh, so excited. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of looking forward to it because it's tomorrow Sunday. And now we have something to watch. Yeah, right? I guess. What the fuck? It's it's kind of free. None of the matches interest me whatsoever. None. None of them. Oh, we'll get to that. All right, you guys ready for a little NXT action? Oh, I know. I'm ready for NXT. Oh, baby. NXT starts off with Finn Balor in the ring, and he calls out Karrion Cross. Cross comes out and says he's going to choke the oxygen right out of Finn's brain at TakeOver. And Finn says, you're going to choke at the main event at TakeOver. Yay. Dot, dot, nah. Yeah, right? And then, oh. Mm. Then Scarlet says she's already seen it in her cards. They're going to be draped in gold. Oh, Scarlet busted nuts. Holy shit. Just wait for that. Then only Lorkin and Danny Birch come out, and they say Dunn, Pete Dunn can beat both of them. Mm, well, we'll see. Then Scarlet says, "Why don't you put the titles up against Finn and Cross?" Paraphrasing. Then they say no to Scarlet, but then Scarlet walks up to them, and she convinces them. Yes, listen. Boys, boys, boys. 
on them you know what you want probably Don't put dollar you? bills in her shirt i gotta pause it all right if you haven't seen this let us paint a picture for you scarlet's boobs those titties are just fucking right in your face i knew they were big when she hit them she's got that them stuff. jacked the fuck up. Oh, they're they're big. They look good. Big and beautiful. Wearing a nice low low cut right down the middle. Oh, I considered taking a picture with my phone and going somewhere for about five minutes, but I didn't. <laughs> and anyway, here you go. Now, now that you have that image, let's continue. You both know what you bring to the table, right? Yes. And you wouldn't stand the word coward being associated with your name, would you? No, Mike, Mike. Mike, she's right. We ain't cowards. We're the champs. So I'll tell you what, NXT Tag Team Championship against you two tonight. Yay. Yes. Five times I busted a nut. Oh my god. So hot. In a row. Amazing. Alright, on to our first match, and that is between Dexter Loomis and Austin Theory. But before Theory comes out, he is backstage on a tablet facing Johnny and Candace. Johnny says this is his last step of your therapy, and you have to do it alone. I noticed he's got matching tights. He's now got the same tights Johnny Gargano yes. wears. Yep. He looked pretty good. He looks really good. Yeah. So the match starts. Loomis hits a catapult suplex. That's what I'm calling it. Then goes to the top rope and jumps off. But Austin moves. <laughs> yes. That's simple. Simple. Theory then hits a running punch to the face, followed by a suplex into a backbreaker for a two count. Loomis then counters a punch with a strong clothesline. On Austin, and then things take a, a turn. A turn? A weird turn. Loomis is standing over Austin's body, and he extends his hand. Oh. Yes. At first, Austin's like, no way, man. You said all those things about me. But Austin can't resist. He's a teddy bear. And he jumps up and gives Loomis the biggest hug you've ever seen in your life. And he's got a smile ear to ear. But that doesn't last. Loomis then tries to put Austin in the silence. But Austin escapes. Theory then puts Loomis in a fireman's carry and says, Johnny was right. You are not the way. <laughs> God. <laughs> but Loomis counters and puts Austin to sleep with the silence for the win. What'd you think of that? <laughs> I thought it was actually a pretty good match. It was humorous, if I nothing mean... else. He's a 
he's a goof. That guy's a goof. He is a goof, man. He's fucking nailing it, though. Yeah. Uh, Dexter Lewis's uh, chest makes me nervous. It's it's kind of pointed funny, so he's got like yeah. pepperoni nipples. Yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of very strange. That's true. That's funny you pointed that out because I I didn't notice that until yesterday. Until yesterday, yeah. It was my wife and I were watching. I'm like, is it just me or does this chest make me uncomfortable for some reason? Oh God! Uh, real quick, let's take a quick break. What are we drinking tonight, Bob? We are drinking El Segundo Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA. Oh yeah! In honor of 316 the other day. I wish I could do a Stone Cold. We're uh, there's try. Eric Bischoff on the TV. We're watching an old Halloween Havoc, and he's dressed like a Confederate Civil War general. <laughs> oh, how times have changed! Oh man, this is 1993 Halloween Havoc that's on. Uh, one of the matches we watched was Ricky Steamboat versus Paul Orndorff, right? Yeah, that was it. Was interesting. It was lost uh, by a loaded lucha mask. Yes. The assassin, the fat assassin. And here's Luchador. Harley Race and Big Van Vader. Vader. Man, Race looks good. He looks good here. This is a uh, was a while ago. Yeah. Well, he's dead now, so. Hey. So hey, uh, bring the show down. Reason why I started laughing while you were uh, yeah, you were well, doing your well, monologue well, is I uh, I, was, I pulled up Facebook, and there is a uh, corn dog commercial on here ad featuring Lacey Evans. Corn dogs, Lacey. Corn dogs. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Who comes up with for SummerSlam? Oh my Eat corn God. dogs with tickets to SummerSlam. Who comes up with this crap? For tickets, is that a current commercial or an old one? No, it's a currently sponsored commercial. Foster Farms uh, corn dogs. Which we, which win I, tickets to SummerSlam? Yeah. Win, Already? Yeah. It's an advertisement to win a trip to SummerSlam and other epic WWE prizes. I wonder where they're going to have SummerSlam this year. Probably Florida or Texas. Or Texas. <laughs> That's fine. I'm cool with that. All right, so uh, that brings us into our next promo, and it is Old Man Champa. Jericho's office, hoping to get a word with him regarding the huge NXT Tag Team Championship match tonight, where NXT Champion Finn Balor and Karrion Cross will team up to take on the NXT Tag Team Champions Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch. We're hoping to get. I, I'm sure this is important, but I need you to do me a favor. Toothless Timmy, he's not here tonight. I assume. So they took matters into their own hands. But two can play this game. So when you're done here, do me this favor. Go find Marcel and Fabian. Ask them, have they seen Alexander Wolf lately? I bet their answer is no. His hair's getting long. And then after that, tell Imperium that by tonight, when that bell rings, there's just going to be one of them standing. And in that moment, he's going to know. This time... Up. All right, we were speaking of busting nuts before, and speaking of that, Mackenzie Mitchell, holy shit, did she look good? She always looks good, especially that little green dress she had on. Oh yeah, fuck nice. man. Speaking of not looking good, what are we doing with Champa? Well, we'll get to that. Well, he let's see. He, I like the I like the direction we're going. Are you sure? I'm yes. unsure. Remember, he got destroyed by Karrion Cross, disappeared, came back as a heel. Yeah. Then was kind of a face. Now he's kind of a heel. Well, and I'll say this: what happens tonight is better than what they've been doing. I'll say that. I can agree with that. All right. Ooh, they had just one of the on TV. We're looking at uh, the natural Dustin Rhodes. Holy shit, he looks so weird. And uh, they just had one of them uh, proto promo autograph picks. I have one of those of Diamond Dallas Page. 
I met him on the Point Pleasant boardwalk when I was uh, like eight or nine years old. You said that to me. Yeah, before. I should I should bring it in, hang it on the wall. Yeah. It says to Bob, bang, Diamond Dallas Page. We got to get Warhorse up on the wall. Oh, yeah. He's still sitting over there in the cubby holes. Yeah. It's time I, to come out, JP. Come out to the closet. Hey. Oh. That's fine. All right. Sorry, but there's another promo right after that, and it's Adam Cole with an in-ring promo. Baby. Last week, last week, Kyle O'Reilly made the biggest mistake of his life. I mean, before last week, I was never mad at Kyle O'Reilly. I just didn't need him anymore. And then, and then Kyle decides to cost me the NXT Championship. Kyle, let me explain something to you, you little punk. You know deep down in your heart, deep down in your soul that you are jealous. You are jealous of me. Uh, because you know you will never be as successful as me and that eats you alive. So congratulations, Kyle O'Reilly, because you just wrote your death warrant. I don't give a damn if Kyle is medically cleared or not, because I am not leaving this ring until Kyle brings his ass down here and I finish this once and for all. Finish him. Adam. Adam. Last week, Kyle O'Reilly wasn't even cleared, medically cleared, to be in this building. And because of the altercation between the two of you, Kyle's further damaged his neck, which means he's going to be further along until he can come back again. And I can promise you that Kyle O'Reilly is not in this building tonight because he's been banned from the CWC. I am not going to allow so him you're to be there now. Uh, I won't be coming in That's tonight. terrible brain. It's, yeah. It's a safety precaution. It's obviously a pre-recording. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's 100% for your safety, but I'm sure we'll get a chance to hash things out again, right? Um, Sooner or later, I just find it hilarious how upset you are of losing that title match last week. And uh, as satisfying as that was, man, the look of fear and desperation in your eyes was—you know—I'm a patient guy too. I, I really am. When it comes to you, Adam, I just—I can't wait. I, I can't. And and there's something that you need to know, and it's that I will not rest until I end you. Like you tried to end my career. You tried to. End career man we've been friends for 11 years and you tried to and your career yeah we know i know you live i know you like to hang out i know you buy your video games oh stalking uh oh uh, the only thing i don't know is what it is i'm gonna have to do but you need to know that i am willing to do it i know what you did last summer that sounds like a threat then you're damn right it is a threat But now he's gonna threaten me. Now he's gonna sit up there and he's gonna threaten me. Regal, you listen to me. And you listen to me right now. Kyle could say he's gonna find me and he's gonna hurt me. Well, not if I find him first. Yeah. Mm. Alright, let's uh take a let's check the TV real quick. We have in the no ring hurry on this matchup. Neither guy wants to a very a young Cody Rhodes. Dustin Rhodes. That's what I meant. <laughs> and uh, stunning Steve Austin. 1993. These guys are youngins. 
commentated by Tony Schiavone and Jesse, Jesse the Body Ventura. With Tony Schiavone dressed like Jesse the Body. Oh, it was great. Awesome. Good looking elbow by stunning Steve. Half of the Hollywood blonde fouls it up in the right hand. I love that. And Lena, I'm going to go find aliens and be the governor of Minnesota. Tony, do you have your meat helmet on? Back of the head with a fist and a warning for Nick Patrick of the clinch. That's why I only wear the finest tin Why am I Boston all of a sudden? I wear the finest tin foil. Hey now. Where's the car keys? Pack the car with the cacaes. And Dustin's hurt. Wow. Yep. Good times. We'll come back to this. He held the television title for... All right. Now, once again, we have backstage with another promo with the lovely Mackenzie Mitchell, and she has the Women Tag Team Champions. Ember Shotzi, NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Has it finally sunk in for you guys yet? No, no, it feels surreal. I got to celebrate with my dad. You know, these titles didn't exist until last week, and now we are champions. Exactly why I came out to NXT, to make history and to be a face of a division. You know, and now it's time to TCB, baby. Oh, yeah, with Ember's Law. Damn right, buddy. Robert Stone. Champions He's back in his terrible shirt. And you two know more than anybody that you can lose those. Tamina. Just like that. Besides, they'll look way better on us anyway. So how about we take those titles off you guys next week? Done. I'll see you next week. Yeah. And Rob, your suit sucks, bud. Oh! Kind of does, man. It's pretty shitty. Pretty shitty, Bob. It was really bad. <laughs> yeah. There's our first Shotzi number two joke of the night. I was going to say, it was, it's fitting they're not number one. They're the number two champions. That's right. <laughs> uh, that never gets old. Robert Stone. Why is he back? What hey, are we... what, who cares? He's here. Let's mock him. <laughs> All right, now on to our next match, and that is Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza with Santos Escobar of Legado del Fantasma. Versus Brizongo, Fandango, and Tyler Breeze. God, I love them so much. Yeah, I wish they would do something more with them. I wish they were the champions still. Yes. Uh, so Breeze has Wild in a single leg crab, but that turns into a he turns that into a catapult and sends Wild flying over the top rope and out. Mendoza pulls Fandango off the ring apron and down to the barricade. Wild tries to use that distraction, but Breeze hits him with a super kick. But Mendoza comes in and breaks up that for a near fall. What do you think of that? Finally, a near fall with a super kick. Yeah, that's that's great. Thank you. I don't know about super kicks anymore. They're I just, don't know. They're like blasé. Everyone does a super kick, and none of it matters. Do you remember that uh, that monologue you went you did? Yeah, the very first the one. first episode. That I don't do anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that was good, dude. I I hate what they've done to super kicks. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. Breeze goes for the unprettier, but Wild pushes him to the ropes and tags in Mendoza. Mendoza hits a rope. A rope? A it's rope the... clothesline. Yeah, followed by an assisted kick. You know where you like, pick you up and you drop on a rope. Yeah. Yes. An assisted kick to the head for the win. That's their finisher. I don't know what it's called, though. That perfectly describes what it is. Okay. That's what it is. It's a terrible finisher. 
After this, Escobar grabs a mic and says to the announce team that he is the true cruiserweight champ. And where is this Devlin guy anyway? Then Jordan Devlin's music hits and he comes down to the ring and he has this to say. You have been running around here for a year now claiming that you're this and you're that. But I want you to take a good long look at what's in the ring right now. Because this is what a real champion looks like. I didn't need to come here and jump you from behind. I told the whole world I was coming here to call you out. And I didn't need two little stooges with me either to do it. Stop. I got this. Walking into the ring very slowly. Joe, your problem is, brother, you've been telling everybody you're the king of this division. Irish Hulk Hogan. Butter. So what you want to do is take that little replica title that you got there, chuck it in the trash. Because the guy you're filling in for, the real Cruiserweight champion, is back. Filling in. I have redefined what it means to be a cruiserweight. You only defended it twice. Yeah. You're welcome. Filling in. I've made history. These guys need some work on their mic skills. As a cruiserweight champion. And I've proven it time after time after time. You know why you still have that title? Because everyone here forgot that you have it in the first place. Pandemic. Travel restrictions. So wrap up your business in the UK and come back and face me. Enfrentame. In the one stage big enough for the Emperor. WrestleMania? NXT TakeOver. And deliver the Irish Ace versus Santos Escobar. And we'll settle this. Headbutt to the face by Devlin. And then a little German suplex or back suplex. He's like a knockoff Finn Balor. Yeah, he is. He is. He tell, I mean, I know they have the same accent because they're both from Ireland. They're, they're, they're Irish, yeah. But, you know, still, the way they deliver everything. I, I like this, though. At least they're yeah. doing something, man. With the cruiserweight title. It's that entertaining. Matters. That it, matters. It's entertaining. Can we talk about how bad Stan and Deliver is? What? What does that even mean? What a terrible name for a pay-per-view. For or, a two-night? For a two-night event. two-night. Dude, you know? sh- we're going to be fucking busy. That's going to be a busy weekend for us. Oh, yeah. That's basically four shows to do, like, in a row. Oh, it's going to be awful. And then it's Easter that weekend. I'm up for the challenge, though. Is, is, it is Easter that weekend, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I'll look at it. Look it up. I'll, I'll get on to the next uh, 
segment here. Now we have a video promoting NXT's newest female signing, and that is Japanese wrestler, the Warrior of the Sun, Saray. So be on the lookout for her. That's good. It's always good if you can expand on your women's division. I'll never be upset with that. Then we're shown a tweet by Karen Grimes that says, quote, is it Wednesday already? Dag! Dag on, I meant to come to work today, but I've been busy vacationing. Hashtag kiss my grits. It's a holiday at WWE, and there's some BS pics of him swimming with dolphins while wearing his hat under the water, sitting on a beach with a drink in his hand, and one of him on a jet ski. Hmm. Speaking of uh, tweets, did you see the the tweet of him and uh, Jeff Hardy? I, I don't it is a on really young looking Cameron Grimes. I couldn't even recognize it was yeah. him until they pointed out that it was Cameron Grimes. Jeez. He had no beard. Oh, what's he look like with no beard? Like it's just like a goatee. It looks really odd. Oh my god. Oh, by the way, Easter's the following weekend, so we're clear. Fuck yeah, let's do this. Thank God. Either way, it was getting done. Oh, it's gonna be a hard one. I week. am not religious. It's I don't care. So terrible. <clears throat> All right, so if you remember last week when Kai and Gonzalez were awarded the belts, right? They go up from the stage onto the ring with William Regal, and all the women are out there, even the hot orange hair one that we don't know who that is. If you guys know, let us know. Who are you? Please, who are you? Uh, Kai turned to all the women wrestlers on the stage and says that we beat every one of them. And you can see Zoe Stark saying, you didn't beat me. Kai says, well, we would have. Right. So now we have that match. Zoe Starks versus Dakota Kai. Zoe leaps off the ropes at Kai, but Kai hits a nice super kick with no leg slap, by the way. Hey. Don't want to get fined. She's fine. following the rules. Don't get fined. Bullshit. Followed by a running jump kick in the corner on Zoe for a two count. Kai puts Stark in a fireman's carry, but Stark counters with a sunset flip for another two count. Stark then hits a knee to the face, followed by a rolling fireman's carry. Thank you, Wade Barrett, for that. Starks then immediately goes to the top rope, but Kai counters with a kick to the head, followed by a code breaker, or, if you will, a GTK. Very nice. For the win. Then Eo comes out with a contract in a folder. Kai gets in her face, but she's like, mm, not here for you. Goes past her and shoves that contract right into Raquel's chest. Eo leaves. Now she's leaving. She helps out Zoe Stark, and they leave together. Ooh, best friends. Comes back. Uh, what did you think? Nothing? It was meh. It was meh. A- NXT on, on a whole was meh. Yeah. It was yeah, meh. It, it was. It was a meh. It was. That's fair. But wait till we get to AEW. Ooh. Let's go. Shawing. Then William Regal is with Mackenzie. She's asking him about Jordan Devlin and Santos Escobar, but they get interrupted by an employee who says, something happened down the road, and you're needed immediately. <laughs> so he's just going to run down the road. So off he goes. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, man. Next, we have a rare non-in-ring or entrance promo by the Grizzled Young Veterans. We don't expect you two clowns to understand the gravity of your actions. Talk about MSK. But trust me. Yes. You will soon enough. 
That little stunt that you pulled last week will go down as the biggest mistake of your short, insignificant careers. Damn. I don't know I if you were just fight. blinded by the opportunity to play dress up or if you were simply too distracted simping for Fandango. But what you did to my hand, we will not forgive, we will not forget, and it will not go without a receipt. We are grizzled young veterans soon to be recognized as NXT's number one. No, it's and you are oh. not going to like where this is going next. Come on, Zach, wrap it up. You done? Okay. It's fun to, to do this when they're cutting promos. Watch the other guy. When uh, when Zach goes, he's like, yeah, like just I'm just motioning forward with my head. <laughs> he it looks kind of like he's having a stroke. He looks stupid. He looks like he's having a stroke. It's he looks like he's saying this. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Do 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 do. Oh, it brings back do, memories. Do, 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 do. do you remember when the uh, they had? The other Hulk with the long hair. Yes. That scared the fucking shit out of me. Did I was, it? I, I was little when that was. My brother backed me into a corner and he was like acting like him. I started crying. Oh, man. Yeah. I used to watch a show with my dad because he had it recorded. Because uh, that, that was before my time. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, it's The Incredible Hulk, the TV show. Which was really good. Back in the 80s. We also used to watch The Six Million Dollar Man. Oh, Steve, he, Steve Austin. Yeah, when he was uh, fighting Sasquatch. <laughs> TV was so good what, back then. That was a that was a text tone of mine for a while. When he was looking, uh, when he's using his bionic powers. Yes. Yeah. So good. It's so great. Back to NXT. Our next match is Marcel Marcel Bartel with Fabian Eichner of Imperium versus Tommaso Ciampa. Old man Ciampa. Old man Ciampa. But before they make it in the ring, Ciampa comes out of nowhere and hits Eichner with a chair to the back, then throws him over the barricade. This is before it starts. No DQ. Champa then throws Bartel into the ring, and the match is started. Eichner tries to interfere, but Champa hits a running knee to his face, knocking him off the ring. The ring apron then hits a German suplex, sending Bartel to the apron, followed by a Willow's Bell for the win. This is the Champa we need. Oh, yeah, it comes Dominant. in. Dominant. Wreck shit. Leaves. Aggressive. Yeah. Right? This is what I liked. I like that. But then, out comes Walter. To the worst pop ever. Zero pop. Well, yeah. I mean, there's jabronis there. Yeah, but not only that. The, what was what was it? What's the name of the announcer? Vic Joseph? No, it's not Vic Joseph. What, the the, yeah. the hot black girl? No, the not the ring. The, oh, she's the ring announcer. The commentators. Oh, uh, Phillips. Yeah. Tom Phillips. There he is. El General, yeah. Walter. Dude, I know they were teasing this, but he just showed up out of nowhere. You can't pop this at all. This is a big deal. This is a huge deal. This is only the second time he's been in America. Yeah. You can't pop for this at all. And he's here with the UK belt. I mean, I was excited, but like all the energy was just completely yeah. drained by the they, flat. They dropped the flatness. ball. Oh, yeah. So... You're excited about this feud between Champa and Walter. Of course I am. I know who Walter is. Yeah. But, you know, the average fan needs you to pump that up for them. It's Walter, El Ring mm -hmm. General. No, you just... Nothing. Plain as a fart in church. Didn't he take the bell off of Pete Dunne? 
I believe so, yes. Yeah. He's held it for 700-something days. 762 days. Jesus. That's too long. And this guy's big. Yeah, well, they don't have anyone over there to really take it off of him. That's a good point, too. Well, this is, this would be great. If you're going to get him into a feud over here, maybe that's what how you bring him over here. He drops the title, and then he, he runs and peering him here. Do it. Let's see it. Let's do it. Because now all the members of Imperium are here. Are here. Let's fucking get that going. Let's go. You know? All right, so uh, he makes it down to the ring, takes off his belt. Then he uh, motions to Imperium to go go get Champa. And they do. Oh, yeah. Champa puts up a fight for a little bit, but Walter ultimately power bombs the fuck out of him. Right right after he slapped the crap oh, out oh, of Oh, that him. chop was heard oh. down the street where someone else is being pulled over. Chopped heard around the world, my man. He he uh he as soon as he chopped them, uh Champa disintegrated like uh like the Avengers it movie. It was so loud. It was oh it's done. All right. Speaking of uh down the road, now we're outside the arena on some random road and the cops have two cars pulled over and we see Kyle O'Reilly in handcuffs being put into the back of a police car. And Adam Cole is in cuffs, and he keeps shouting to Kyle that he's going to make him pay. And he's yelling that Kyle, not, yeah, Kyle tried to run him off the road. The funniest part of this little thing was when William Regal's there. He walks up to Adam Cole and says, shut up! And he does. <laughs> Adam Cole's like, fuck, okay. I'll shut up, boss. That was five, by the way. What? You've been, you've been dropping F-bombs the entire time. That was five. Oh, who cares? Start giving dollars. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, one of the strange segment. You know, he's just walking back and forth trying to talk. And the cop's like, no, go away. Yeah. Cop's like, no. This is a police matter. Go they're, stand over there. They're under arrest. They're under arrest. And here, here's a guy... You know, their boss just walked around. Why are you arresting my employees? One employee tried to murder the other one, man. That's not a lot. That's frowned upon. Yeah. See, it's wrestling, so murder is legal, but only inside the arena. Yes. <laughs> you can only murder at the CWC. All right, now we got uh, L.A. Knight. Yeah. But before his in-ring debut, he cuts a little bit of a promo. But if you watch in the background, Bronson Reed walks across the hall and into the dressing room. I heard that and I heard it. So this is what he says before he gets into the ring. You are always looking for a word. You want to know what I'm going to say? Well, let me talk to you because here's how it goes down. Everybody's talking about what's about to go down right now. Ain't that right, Andre? Yeah. Because they're talking about M. Hey, now coming down to that ring, you don't understand because everybody around here, they call them superstars, right? Well, I think I heard one of the commentators recently call me Megastar, and it's damn fitting, and you're about to find out why. Alrighty then. Uh, real quick, is that Buff Bagwell in the ring? I don't think that's Buff Bagwell. Alright. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what your name is. So, LA Knight's in ring debut versus August Gray. Wow. Exciting. So during during the match, Bronson Reed comes out with Knight's blue leather coat. And we get this classic scene from Tommy Boy reenacted by Bronson Reed. That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> that guy in a little coat. 
fat guy in a little coat. Take it off, dickhead. I'm serious. Richard, what's happening? (laughs) (laughs) Bronson Reed does that to... (laughs) His jacket—it shreds it completely with straight, like serious face on. Yeah, yeah. Uh. What do you think was worth more, uh, Jer- Jericho's arms shirt, uh, arms soaked jacket, or the uh, the the leather jacket? I like the leather jacket. Cause yeah. It's leather. And they said it was Gucci. Yeah. He says, "Do you know how long it's going to take me to replace that? How much do you make, dude? You're a professional wrestler. Come on, it's not going to take you that long to pay that back. One check." So Bronson Reed, Tommy Boy's Knight's jacket, Knight's pissed and says what I just said. Then while distracted, Gray rolls up Knight for a two count. Gray gets a little bit of offense in, but ultimately Knight wins with a stunner. Yes, he that's his finisher, is a stunner. A fucking stunner. The only difference is he doesn't land on his butt. But this motherfucker who's copying Stone Cold's promo style. Talks like him. Now he's doing his move. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, that's six. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, this guy's clearly a stone cold mark. Can we all I agree, agree with that? I agree on that. He's not even hiding it. No. Jesus Christ. Here's Raquel with Mackenzie backstage talking about the contract. Right here. Raquel, earlier tonight, you and Shirai brought you a contract for an NXT oh, Women's Championship yeah, match. did. And she made a big mistake by handing me this contract. Once I put pen to paper, her title reign has an expiration date. I hope so. Hell yeah, congrats. You too. But we need to continue this next week. Okay, I've already talked to Mr. Regal. It's you and me against Io and our new best friend, Zoe Stark. But I can have Io whenever I want, so why... I know you can, but I need this for me. We need this for us, all right? We just had two back-to-back losses as a team. We need to remind the NXT Women's Division who runs this place. Stephanie I can get my hat. Alrighty then. What do you think? They need it together. They need it. I need it. I need it. Mm. Yeah. What about Raquel taking the belt? I think it's possible. I think it'd be good. It'd be great. I'm tired of... I need to see belts change. The championships should matter, and long title reigns shouldn't happen. 762 days. Babe. Yeah, I know. It's almost two years. It's... That's like Hogan shit. <sighs> it's, it's bad. Stop it. All right, so our last promo for NXT. It's not really a promo. It's just William Regal outside in the parking lot. I forget who's even who catches him, but they ask him about Cole and Kyle. Excuse me, Mr. Regal, what just happened between Adam and Kyle? What's happened is everything is completely out of control, and hopefully the police officers drop their charges. And if they do, I'm going to demand next week that Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly come here to the CWC because nothing is going to stop them destroying each other. But I'm going to have a solution to that situation. Thank you. This is a thing they've been doing every week on on uh, NXT. I've noticed that they 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 uh, they tease you for something that he's going to say. Nice. 
Nice. I tried to like keep it quiet, but it did not. It did not stop it. <laughs> when you're in front of a microphone, it's hard it did to not hide stop it. it. But yeah, we'll see what happens next week with that. I mean, obviously, it's leading to takeover. Yeah, know. all-out street fight, cage something. match. Yeah, that's that's fine. Chainsaw on a pole, you know, something ridiculous, something stupid and crazy. All right, so this brings us to our main event. Speaking of main events, if I can digress for a second here. Yep. We would like to know, out of the hundreds of people that follow our Facebook page, just reach out. We want to know if you liked, because now we have the TV hooked up right onto our soundboard, and it sounds real nice. Yes, it does. There's no background noise, nothing. If you would like us to bring back the uh, main event watch-along, or continue as we're doing now. Message us, let us know. Yeah, let us know. Come on. That's good. Now on to our stupid main event. When this event, when this match was made, I was pissed. I was like, what the, why the fuck are they teaming up to fight? I was afraid they were going to win the championships. Spoilers. No, there was, there was no, whatever. no. The way they were setting it up, they were setting it up that they could take the belt. I mean, Scarlet said they were going to be draped in gold. So, who knows? So we got that. It's uh, Karrion Cross, Finn Balor versus Oni, Lorcan, and Danny Burch, tag team champions. This is for the belts. So outside the ring, Balor hits a running double drop kick onto Lorcan. But for some reason, Scarlet is behind Lorcan, so she goes flying, knocking her down to the ground. Ooh, that's not good. No. Balor is concerned for Scarlet and asks her if she's okay. Then Cross... Uh, he sees this and loses his shit. Macho man style. Yes, exactly. And he proceeds to slam him into the glass. Eventually, he throws him back in the ring. For some stupid reason, the whole time this was going on, the ref was not counting anybody out. Yeah, he's just staring at just them. Just staring. He's like, hey, get back in the ring. Hey, you're a ref. Do your job. Do your fucking job. I, th- I thought that uh, there in uh, WWE, they actually take count outs seriously. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Vince, Vince was always like, count him out. If it happens, it happens. Yep. Nope. So back in the ring, Lorcan hits a running European uppercut on Balor for the win. Oh. I mean, I know he got wrecked outside the ring. I know that. But it wasn't that bad. Is that what his, is, tell me that's not his finisher. Tell me he actually has a finisher. Is his finisher a running European uppercut? Cesaro does it on a daily basis. Yes, I mean, we got drunk because of that. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> But I don't care. It's only Lorcan. Who fucking cares about him? Nobody. I like when they came out. Like, they did the entrances for Balor and they did it for uh, mm-hmm. Karrion Cross. But they did not do Lork and Virch's entrance. No, they just walked they out. They just walked out. They're like, lads, 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 lads. Uh, then Cross comes in and hits a Doomsday Cedo Suplex. Cedo? Yeah. Cedo Suplex on Lorcan twice and then focuses on Finn. Cross hits a running clothesline, then another suplex, followed by his chokehold, Bob. Nice. I believe it. Am I, am I wrong? It's cross check? I think that sounds I right. I thought that's what they used to call it. But Scarlet tells him to stop. Then she goes to Finn and helps him up. Then bam! Cross hits his forearm to the back of the head. It's his new finisher. That's forearm right. Forearm to the head. No name. Knocking him down to the mat, Scarlet then gently places... The NXT title on top of Finn's chest, and then gets real close to him and says, 
everything happens for a reason. You can't escape fate. Hit Cross's music, Fade to Black. That's NXT, baby. Meh. Comments? Meh. Words? Anything? Meh. NXT was meh. Yes. I mean, nothing to really hate, nothing to really cheer. I mean, it was kind of, it was meh. It was a meh program. What, what was what was really good about NXT? Probably the Let's be- find one thing. Probably right. the best match tonight was uh, Theory Dexter Lomas. That was okay. That was I, good. I thought that was the best match of the night. Yeah, I have to agree with that. Yeah. For NXT. Yeah. I hated this main event. I fucking absolutely hated it. It made zero sense. It was dumb. And I was really afraid that they were going to win the titles. Because, you know, the way they set it up, I thought they were. They were going to do a Nia Shayna thing. Yeah. No, oh, God, don't do that. We'll get to them. God, no. They're coming up. God, Stay no. tuned for Fastlane predictions. Terrible. I have bonus questions during the Fastlane predictions that'll help with the uh, with the outcome. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right, so we'll be right back after this sponsor. All right, we are back. And that is going to bring us to our next segment. What did Taz say on Dark? Knock the water out of his ass. You ever put a skin flu? It's a lot of ass in a first person's face. Move a hat to Drinks like fish to some cattle or whiskey. Business just picked up bitches. Did you watch? You said you watched some dark. I watched some of dark. Yeah, I, I watched it. I have to, for for you guys, for the fans. Even you guys, you're the new listeners in Lebanon, by the way. Wow, nice. shout them out and the UK. They're here. Welcome. Stick around. We'll have some fun. Here's our first uh, dark audio clip about cabbage. Um, you don't think. Uh... Luther and Serpentico, big corned beef and cabbage guys? No. no I think Luther loves cabbage. Luther definitely probably, because anything gassy, Luther likes. So cabbage, yeah, yeah, gassy, gassy food. You can see he's a big, uh, what do you call that when you have a lot of gas? You know, uh, flashlights? Flashlights, big flashlights guy. Oh, Luther, wow. just slashed you. <laughs> what the? <laughs> like Saturn. My God. invisible friends annoy me. <laughs> <laughs> His invisible friends annoying him. I'm sure he has a lot of them. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Midsection tag out to Jarrell Nelson. You know, Jarrell is Superman's dad's name, too. Uh, Diary Dad didn't know that, but I'll follow it under who gives a rat's ass. I gotta be so mean. Just give me my honest feelings. That's what I do out here. That I get paid to do. I get paid to be honest and analyze. Sorry, I don't care about Superman. I'm worried for Brian Pillman Jr. He's getting his rear end kicked over here. Okay. <laughs> Taz doesn't like Superman. Taz hates Superman. All right. Oh, but Pillman wow. ran right through Nelson. Pillman coming out of there like Randy Rasmussen. I don't care who that is, Taz. Look at me. I'm a bully. <laughs> I'm going to leave Justin Roberts high and dry. <laughs> And the last one of the night. Here you go. Oh, ah. ho, 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 ho. 
Yeah, Huge. that was a great knee strike right there. That's called a receipt, isn't it, chaps? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> In Japan, receipt though. Oh, I don't <laughs> Watch think this so. Now. I don't think that's true. <laughs> ha ha ha, laughy assy, laughy ass. Knock the water out of his ass. All right, Bob. That was great. I love Taz. I mean, <clears throat> yes, I do. I tried watching Elevation. It's tough. I mean, it's the first one. I mean, they got to get some chemistry going. It's going to take time. Taz and Excalibur have history together. I mean, uh, Paul White really hasn't done a lot of commentary. So you're going to have to lean on Tony for a while until yeah. he really gets on his own. All right, so that's going to bring us to AEW Dynamite. Speaking of AEW, St. Patrick's Day Slam. Whoa. Yeah. Beginning of the night, we see a shot of MJF and his new group, The Pinnacle. And they're doing the old four horsemen skit coming off the private plane and straight into the limousine. Love it. Love it. Looked great. They look good. They look real good. Match one of the night. Penta Al Zero Miro versus Cody Rhodes. Yay. Now we see a little video before this match, and uh, it's the, uh, I forget what his name is, the Spanish announcer. Oh, I forget his name too. Yeah, sorry. 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 And, uh, and Penta, and Penta says in a video he's going to send Cody to an early maternity leave. Oh. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I wish I could get an early maternity leave. Fucking A. <laughs> So as Cody is entering the ring, a Penta hits a diving senton over the ropes while they're mm. still on the ramp. Who you like better, Penta or Ray? Ray. Yeah, definitely. But I, I like definitely Penta's Ray. style. Yeah. Whoa, but... Psycho Sid. Oh, you want to go to the TV real quick? Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, it's it's Psycho Sid. Or was he or was he just Sid Vicious in this uh, promo promotion? It's time for you, Steve, to wake up from the nightmare that you've been experiencing. It's time for you to step into the room. It's time for you to face reality. Look yeah, some people psycho. call me Psycho Sid, but tonight, at Halloween Havoc, we'll call me the Green Reaper. For what I'll do to you, Steve, I will grab you by this root, and I will lift you seven feet in the air and drive your skull on the mat in one second before you go. I'll take your soul, Steve, because I'm Sid Vicious, and I... Rule the world! Wow. It is time. Let's go to the ring. That was great. That was good. That was really good. So we go a little, a little on and then this match, and Penta has Cody in the corner, and he rips his shirt off. No one puts Cody in the corner. That shirt must have been made of uh, tissue paper, Jay, because he just kind of grabbed it and pulled it right off. Fat guy in a little coat. Yeah, a little, like a stripper shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Penta lands a sling blade for a two count. Uh, later on, Penta escapes a crossroads attempt. So Cody uh, whips Penta to the corner. Penta does that leap over Cody and hits a slow backstabber. Looked good. Very slow. Very slow, though. But done right. Penta rolls out of the ring, sets up a table with an AEW cloth on it, and then puts on a St. Patrick's Day hat and stares at the t that's, television camera. That was good. Hilarious. Cody, later, later on, Cody hits a hurricanrana from the top turnbuckle. Now, if you notice during this whole match, Penta has focused on Cody's 
air quotes, injured shoulder. Yes. He's done it the whole the one with match. The, with tape on it. With the uh, athletic tape. Yeah. Cody, uh, later on, he hits a disaster kick, followed up by a suicide dive onto Penta into that table, which doesn't break. It just was a stiff <laughs> smack off of it. Nope. Oh. We get back in the ring. Cody hits a, this ridiculous combo, Jay. He hits a thrust kick, followed by a Canadian destroyer. Ooh, yeah. And he top it off with a Cody cutter. Damn. For two count. Come on, man. That's <laughs> uh, potentially two finishers right there. That's three. The cu- his, his signature cutter, a Canadian destroyer. That can be. A, that can be. It, it, it is. It's Adam, Adam, one of Adam Cole's finishers. It's That's the Panama true. Sunrise. Panama Sunrise. Now, Cody Hicks' actual finisher, the crossroads, for a two-count. Jesus Christmas. When did Penta become like this all-out Superman? I know he's the lord of Lucha Ribe, but come on. They got to stop doing this, man. And then Cody hits a terrible-looking backpack pile driver. That's how I'm going to describe it. That's fine. It looked bad. His guy's shoulder, uh, the shoulders weren't even close to the ground. No. He had to drop him a little bit so it looked like he was getting hurt, and that was for a two count. Yeah, that was dumb. So Cody locks on the figure four, and Penta gets out with a break. So we're going to go right to the finish. Cody uh, attempts to put on another figure four, but Penta manages to get out. So he does that arm breaker he does after mm-hmm. he does his little Penta El Zero Milo, and he yeah. and Cody, like, Sells it for a second and then completely no sells it and rolls Penta up for the victory. Oh God! Potential worst match right here. Oh man! And it was a, it was a, it was one of those. Uh, you've seen him. He just locks his arms underneath. Mm-hmm. His, like he can't get out of that. Come on! So after the match, Not Cody good. goes back to selling that arm. Like you know, he sure. just ripped his arm apart. Sure. So Penta loses it and starts attacking Cody. Arn Anderson slowly enters the ring and then just stands there and stares Hang at him. Hang on! Cody, I'm coming! And he's, he's, he's standing there, and the ref is looking at him like, are you going to do something? <laughs> Did you funny. forget your role here, yeah. Arn? So, but it's okay, because soon um, Dustin arrives to chase Penta away. And then, for some reason, the gun club shows up. Yeah, at, that was weird. Over the barrier. Why don't they just stop it? Yeah. Because they were standing there the they're right already, time. They're right there. So Penta rolls out of the ring, and he gets another St. Patrick's Day hat. This is like a leprechaun hat. He Jesus puts it on, and he's Christ. laughing there. And he's 10 feet away. Why aren't you attacking him? Mm-hmm. You just attacked your boy. So I just don't get what's going on. And then QT Marshall shows up, and they start yelling at him, like, where were you? And he, he doesn't care anymore. Where are you? Well, he, he points at his head with headphones because apparently he was in the truck directing. So, do you oh. really expect him to get from the truck to the ring in, like, 10 seconds? Hmm. And the gun club's the ones that yell at him. You're the one that was standing next to the outside. You were five feet away. What yeah, why didn't you get in there and stop him uh, first, Billy Gunn, with your big-ass self? Jesus! So, this is going to bring us to our first promo of the night. We get a little promo with the Young Bucks. Young Bucks, Ray Phoenix and Pac have earned an AEW World Tag Team title shot. Where is your focus heading toward this match? Ray, Phoenix, and Pac. Hey, Ray, you beat me in singles competition last week, and a year ago you beat my brother also in singles competition. Well, luckily for us, Ray and Pac, these are World Tag Team Championship titles. You just so happen to be looking at the best damn tag team in professional wrestling. Wow, that was great. I mean, that's what that. You, doing you guys here? almost sound like you believe that. What are you doing here? What am I doing here? What do you want? I, I, I was worried about your dad. You know, I heard he got hurt. 
and you guys didn't really do anything about it, so I, I brought him a T-shirt. I hope it makes him feel better. So he can wear that in the hospital. The yeah. What's the, <laughs> look, look at your eye. Oh, the eye? Okay, you're faking. Okay. I was faking. Yeah. They never actually um, kicked me. Yeah, of course. But you know what? I wanted you to kick me. I wanted you to, even though it would have hurt. It would put me in the hospital just like your dad. I mean, I... I wanted you to kick me because I wanted to see a little of that Young Bucks team, that Nick and Matt that I saw in Japan that I love would it. just destroy the competition, the once in the millennium tag team. And, you know, you guys kind of founded this place. It's all elite wrestling and been here for a while and there's really nothing elite about you guys anymore. I mean, Ooh. killing the business is, is killing it, right? But you guys have killed your careers. Whoa, I mean, you let everyone else take credit for everything around here. Kenny Omega doesn't even yeah, yeah, recognize Kenny Omega. Yeah, yeah, the guy you changed our best right. friend. Ned. What are you doing here anyway, right. Uncle Creepy? Right. What right. are you doing here? Uncle right. Creepy. I did change Accurate. Kenny. Kenny's changed. You know how he's changed? He's a god of pro wrestling. He was here, and now he's here, and you guys are down in the basement somewhere. Kenny doesn't recognize you because you're not elite anymore. You're just another tag team with fancy tights living off your name so i want you to ask you one question before you guys get hot at me you look in the mirror at night do you see the same nick and matt that i saw in new japan think about that damn yeah damn yeah i like how uh here in AEW, they uh, include their past in past promotions. Yeah. It's kind of nice. That's good. It's kind of nice. I like it. So this is going to bring us into our second match tonight. Jay's Who's favorite. That? Jade Cargill. Ugh. Versus <laughs> Danny Jordan. Who? Wait. Their name is Danny Jordan. You remember. You've seen her before. Danny Jordan? Danny Jordan. Who the hell are you? Thanks, Arnold. So, uh, we're going to make this real quick. Jade Cargill wins after hitting whatever her maneuver is. It looks like a face breaker. Doesn't matter. For the win. She sucks. After the match, Jade confronts Red Velvet, who is sitting in the crowd. Both women have to be separated by wrestlers and referee. Okay. I guess we're not done with that rivalry. Oh, boy. We're still going to have Red Velvet involved? Bitch, she beat you fucking clean on her debut. And slow. She's Walk slow. away. So this is going to bring us into our big promo tonight. This is the pinnacle. They enter the ring. Tully uh, has a few words saying how great MJF is and how great these wrestlers are. Right. He bas- they, they basically introduce. Yeah, he's, uh, he's like the hype man. Yes. He introduces everything. He's the fluff guy. And then we get this epic promo. It's a, it's a little bit lengthy. You'll enjoy it, though. Right. It's worth it. Here you go. Chris, pretending to like you is no walk in the park. Something, quite frankly, you could use a little bit more of, hot champ. It wasn't easy, Chris, being the most charismatic man in professional wrestling today and having to take a backseat to you for six straight months every single time you would talk. I'd have to fall back as far as your hairline. And Chris, it damn sure wasn't easy as far apart from one another as, oh, I don't know, your left peck from your right. But I did it, Chris. I played into your games. I shucked and I jived. I sang and I danced. I pretended to like you and your ha-ha, Dominique 
but it worked, didn't it? You thought you were taking me under your wing, when in reality I was down there plucking you feather by feather. And then the coup de grace, Christopher. I convinced you and every single disgusting, mouth-breathing miscreant watching at home that I wanted to take over the inner circle. When in reality, that was all just an elaborate ruse so you wouldn't see what was really coming. Chris, from day one, the goal was to kill the inner circle from the inside. I wanted to defeat to end the strongest faction in all of AEW and on top of its remains, I wanted to build one even stronger. And boy, have I ever. Tully Blanchard was absolutely right. Shocking, I know. He's only the greatest mind in the history of professional wrestling. When he called us the pinnacle, because that is exactly what we are. Ladies and gentlemen, look at this lineup. You might not like it, but you gotta look at it. The War Dog, Wardlow. 278 pounds of sheer force and dominance. The best big man in professional wrestling today, Mr. Mayhem himself. And the best insurance policy professional wrestling has to offer. Double S, Sean Spears, the chairman. A wrestler's wrestler, a veteran's veteran. A man who has been held down for far too long, but not anymore. No, 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 not anymore. See, Sean Spears has always been a top guy and he's gonna prove it now, week in and week out. And if you got a problem with that, take it up to him. You're gonna eat your words, and then you're gonna eat a chair shot. And last but most certainly not least, Cash Money, Dax the Axe, FTR, the only Grand Slam World Tag Team Champions in the history of professional wrestling. The greatest tag team on God's green earth, and they look damn good doing it, baby. And well then, then there's little old me. The guy who's only been on national TV for one year and is already the most talked about name in professional wrestling today. and in this ring is absolutely unstoppable. And the guy who is only 24 years of age, I'm already great now, but baby, I'm like a fine wine. I'm only going to get better with age. He's half the age of Jericho. I got 25 plus years left in the tank, and I bet that pisses you off, doesn't it? It makes your blood boil, it makes your legs shake, it makes you want to take your fist and put it right through your TV screen. Because deep down you know that when my career is all said and done, Chris Jericho is not going to be the GOAT. No, 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 no. That spot is reserved for yours truly.
Jesus Christ, man. What was your favorite line from that? Uh, I liked, uh, my favorite was, uh, I had to pretend you're like your ha-ha comedy Yeah, 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 that was good. That was good. That, it was so good. Yeah, when he said pretending that he liked him. Yeah, it was good. That's such good shit. So good. Thank I'm, you, Vince. I'm so glad that he's here. He's He is the best talker in AEW. He's the best talker in wrestling right now. I agree. Period. I agree. So good. No one's better than him. He doesn't fuck up. He doesn't stumble his words. It's boom. Crisp. Clear. It's going to be nice long precise. build up for the next pay-per-view. What is the next pay-per-view? So what, what did we just have? Uh, we just had Revolution. Revolution. Oh, it's um, it's the casino one. Was it? Is that All Out? Yeah, it's All Out. All yeah, Out, all all out will be the one. next one. Yeah. It's going to be a nice big build to All Out. Oh, good. So next... Is one of my favorite things in the whole world. Oh, what's that, Bob? A 10-man tag team match. Jurassic Express with Bear Country versus the Hardy Conglomerate, because that's what I'm calling them now. (laughs) That's the uh, the third faction that's in AEW now. There is more factions there than there is in the entire world of wrestling. Yes, true. Everyone's in a faction. True words. So this match starts off with Matt Hardy and Marco Stunt in the ring. Oh, God, just... Fucking oh, kill me. But it's okay. It doesn't last long because soon Jungle Boy is tagged in and he hits a drop kick. And then everyone enters the ring for a uh, a big scrum. Hey, that's AEW for you. And they go right to picture picture. What the f- <laughs> What the heck? What is wrong with them? Oh, Stop. man. But it's okay, Jay. That picture picture didn't happen because they screwed up again. Oh, my God. Uh, during that scrub, Excalibur goes, we're going to go to picture in picture, and it doesn't happen. This happens like almost once a week now. Yeah, they need to have better cues from the truck. Oh, yeah. Or so, Tony. It appears that Bear Country and Jurassic Express just can't figure out how to work together. One of the bears picks up Mark Quinn and then accidentally hits him, hits, hits, uses him to hit Jungle Boy. Okay. And this has caused both sides to argue. And then while they're arguing, Matt Hardy hits a side effect for a two count. <laughs> Trying to make it more interesting. Hardy goes to make a tag. I can't figure out who he tagged in because that's when we finally go to our picture in picture. It just happened. Oh my God. So we get back from picture in picture for, to Jungle Boy tagging in Luchasaurus. And uh, Luchasaurus clears house. He tail whips both members of Private Party. 
He follows it up with a uh, choke slam on Isaiah Cassidy and a standing moonsault, and his pen is a uh, pin is broken up by the butcher. Right. And Marco Stunt then drop kicks the butcher and sends him into the corner. Now, no, 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 Jay, I'm going to say this again. Marco Stunt yeah. drop kicks the butcher and that sends him into the corner. Into the corner, the uh, two feet tall midget. Sends the giant the man. giant, massive, beefy hunk of meat. Yeah. Into now, the corner. Now, All right. Now, one of the bears, it's Bear Bronson, <laughs> tags himself in, and this causes an argument between him and Luchasaurus. Jesus. So while they're arguing, Marco Stunt tags himself in, and he starts attacking Isaiah Cassidy. Mm-hmm. So while everybody's arguing, and they're still arguing, Good. the whole hearty heel faction come in and toss everybody out. That was that was cool. Private party then lands the gin and juice on Marco, but instead of pinning him, they tag in Matt Hardy, who then hits the twist of fate okay. for the victory. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of appropriate. They start and they end the match together. Yeah. That, that was fine. Marco Stunt gets the punching bag. So this brings us into our next promo of the night. Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. Yeah. How you Eddie asked me how I feel. Good. You're, you're, we're, we're, like we're, this. we're like this. We're ready there. Tag team. How do you feel? Not good, Eddie. Mm. Not in a good mood. Okay. Not just because I got burned and lacerated. All that notwithstanding. Then I got handcuffed and beaten to a bloody pulp. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling too good. I should be on a beach in a hot tub right now, sipping a mai tai. But instead, I'm going to war again because it's time to take care of my real problem. You know, you sometimes know. you gotta step back, take a look, and fix the real problem. We know what that problem is, don't we? Those good brothers. Yeah, brother. Everybody loves the good brothers. Hey, who? Oh, there's such a good time. Everybody loves the good brothers, baby. I don't at all. I don't like them at all. And not just because I wasted my money on talking shop a mania. I don't like them because they are cheap shot artists. I turn around this corner. There's Anderson and Gallows. I turn around this corner. There's Anderson and Gallows. Nobody wants to look at Gallows that much. No, no, no. I can't get his face out of my mind. Those googly eyes. <laughs> you look like googly, that googly. dude from one of Forky. the Forky, yeah, it's like a kid in arts and crafts day where they, they do construction paper and they glue yeah, like they the did. eyes, the wiggle, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? The That's what Gallows yeah, yeah, looks yeah, yeah, yeah. like. He's a wiggly eyed dude. Was it Forky uh, or Sporky? But how about that other dude? Heads, I think it's Forky. Open. Okay. Okay, okay. Oh, Chad, too bad. Chad, too bad. Chad, too bad. Yeah, but now now he's a gangster, though, now, because he's part of this club, right? Yeah, I've seen that before somewhere. It was on TNT, like, years ago, though. Years ago. I I don't know. These guys. guys. He's referencing too sweet. (laughs) I know. You know what? I got you. Since you're in pain and you're angry, now we're going to get serious for a minute. We could joke around and make all these jokes and stuff. You guys are world champions and all over the world. But this ain't Tokyo. This ain't the impact zone. Nah, man, this is our place. This is our home. <laughs> and you know what, man? Let's be honest. I'm going to go a little fitty son here. They never popped nothing, never shot nothing. So stop fronting. Can we say bullet club? I mean, or is it legal? I don't know. I don't forbidden know. door and everything. Yeah, forbidden door. <laughs> I like that. Forbidden door. Forbidden hey. door. But now since I, I use Fiddy, I'm going to use Pac right yeah. now. Real simple, boys. You guys are cowards. And a coward dies a thousand deaths. But men like me and Moxie, soldiers, we only died but once. See you out there.
winky face. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't care for that promo. Yeah, sometimes a script isn't a bad thing. True words. Let's go hit the TV, Bob, and see what's coming on here. Watching Halloween Havoc 1993. What do we got here, Jay? We got... You see Terry Taylor, the second Whoa, referee. That? Ravishing Rick Rude. Wow, he looks good. That beautiful gold belt right, that represents damn. the World Heavyweight Championship. He's got the big gold belt. using a foreign object, if you will, to knock out Rick Flair. Love the tights. Oh. Look at that. He looks freaking good. Trick or treat. Let's go to my Ladies and gentlemen, this match is sanctioned by the WCW. The referee oh, is taking on Rick Flair. Nice. Yeah. He died way too soon. Special referee. Uh, Rick Rude, yeah. yeah. 100%, man. And now, ladies and gentlemen, had like a massive heart attack in his house, I believe. Yeah. Will it be repeat or will it be Who's the ref? He's, that's the Red Rooster. It is. It is the Red Rooster. That's the fucking Red Rooster. Man, look how young Flair was. And he wasn't young then either. No, he wasn't. Was he in his 40s then? Yeah. Wearing the purple trunks and weighing in at 238 pounds. Fuck you. 40s. Yeah, but from a wrestler? I got you, Trinker. The very lovely Mademoiselle Fifi. That's like saying Tom Brady's ancient and he's like your age. Yeah. But he's he's not old. He's he's old for a professional athlete. Right, for an athlete. Yes. He is one of the all-time superstars of professional wrestling. I agree. He is... The former 10-time heavyweight I was hoping Rude was going to cut a uh, in-ring promo boy, real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, Rick Fifi, who is Fifi? That was his, uh, his companion. Uh, his life partner. Oh! It's going to blow off, Bob! Oh, my God! Cover your buddy, 69 me! I think I just froze up because I remember getting detention in high school. Yes. He's originally from Robbinsdale, Minnesota. Damn, Rude's got a fucking body from the gods. of the Rude Awakening. Tonight, he is ready for the challenge. No one does that anymore. What? The Rude Awakening. No, they don't. That's a sick move, dude. That was a great move. Wrestling heavyweight champion of the Bobby Rude uses the glorious DDT. Yeah. Grab the mic, Rick. He was built for those days. Hell yeah. When the WCW superstars take off for the UK and look, and Germany, he's actually wearing the belt with the snaps. Not no, nowadays no with Velcro. No Velcro. No Velcro. Either Rick Rude or Rick Flair will have that belt that is recognized a world title by the WCW International Board of Directors. All right. That's good. So we're going to go to our next promo. Christian Cage. A little interview. Christian Cage, I just wanted to ask you the question that has been on everyone's mind. What brought you to sign here with AEW? Dasha, I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here, but I promise you I will answer your question. There's a term in the wrestling business for the type of wrestler that when they get in that ring on a nightly basis, no matter the situation, no matter the opponent, they bust their ass more than anybody else on the card. They're called a workhorse. And if you've ever been inside a pro wrestling locker room, then you know you know my reputation. I mean, John Moxley said it himself. He said he thought he knew something about wrestling until he got in the ring with me. I make wrestling better. I make wrestlers level up. But I'm not a workhorse. I am the workhorse in professional wrestling. And if anybody's forgot about that the past seven years that I've been gone, the second I step foot in a ring in AEW, you're going to remember pretty damn quick. 
You know, it's also got me thinking I might have ruffled some feathers here on the way in, you know? Great, the veteran with the big name is coming in to take our spot. Let me put your mind at ease. There's only one spot that interests me. And it's currently occupied by AEW World Heavyweight Champion Kenny Omega. Straight and speaking of Kenny, champ. last week on Dynamite, he showed up and he scooped my time. I guess when you're the champ, you can just do whatever you want. I mean, that's cool. I get it. But I wasn't mad because it gave me a chance to go out there and meet Kenny for the first time face to face and let him know, Kenny, as champ, you're on borrowed time. Oh, now I get it. I need, I need to get some eh? wins. I need to prove eh? myself. But Kenny, I'll see you down the road. Trust me. Now your question. Why am I in AEW? It's simple. I'm in AEW to cement my legacy. I'm in AEW to put to action three simple words. Out. Work. Everyone. Also, sell those shirts, buddy. Right? Here, yeah, well, <laughs> he's got merch on the way. So, <sighs> so this is going to bring us into our fourth match of the night. John Moxley and Kingston versus the former TNA World uh, Tag Team Champions, the Good Brothers. Because they lost their title at whatever pay-per-view they had. Yes. Yes, they did. So as Eddie Kingston is walking out, he's jumped by the Good Brothers. Moxley comes out to save the day, but it doesn't matter. The Good Brothers just beat the crap out of both of them on the outside for a while. Mm. Finally, Kingston is rolled in the ring, and the match starts. Gallows and Anderson both take turns trying to uh, rake Kingston's eyes out on the rope. What are they, Seth Rollins there? What are you doing here? Yeah, oh, well, that'll come back later. Uh, finally, uh, Kingston... Uh, well, no, I already said that part because that's, that's how right. bad this match was. The whole match was just the Good Brothers beating up Kingston. Another candidate for worst match of the night. Kingston hits an exploder on Carl Anderson, and he finally tags in Moxley. Moxley hits a power driver, uh, and then the pin is broken up by uh, Gallows. Anderson hits a spine buster on Moxley for a two count. Later on in the match, the Kingston use a pancake dropkick combo on Moxley, and then they follow that with a backdrop neckbreaker combo on Kingston. Uh, Gallows pins Moxley for a two count. Now, uh, the Good Brothers set up for a magic... This is the ending. Set up for the magic killer on Moxley. But Kingston uh, gets to the ring and takes out Carl Anderson. Uh, uh, Kingston then uh, clotheslines Gallows outside the ring... And as he's standing there, he's dragged by the feet out of the ring himself. So this is a distraction that allows Moxley to roll up Carl Anderson for the victory. Great. Yeah. Uh, future tag team champions? Oh, God. No. God damn. So what are we doing with Kingston now? Now he's a good guy? Yes, he is. Oh, he's a good guy now. Great. Yeah. Great. His quote-unquote family thing, that bit is over. So now he's with his other family, his best friend. His best friend! Who they feuded with not too long ago. And tried to kill each other. Tried to kill each other. So after this match is over, John Moxley can't even celebrate because he's immediately attacked by the Good Brothers. And uh, now we see uh, Kenny Omega and Don Callis walk out to the ring. Kenny's strutting mm -hmm. like he's Ric Flair. Yes. And he's carrying a chair. So uh, Kingston is uh, struck by the magic killer. And then the group puts... Eddie Kingston's ankle in the chair. And Classic maneuver. Anderson jumps from the second turnbuckle and stomps on the chair, trying to break 
takes his ankle. So his his ankle is shattered and destroyed. Now, uh, allegedly, they're gonna try to do this to Moxley, but instead they're putting his neck in the chair. They're gonna Bailey, they're, uh, Sasha. Yes, they're going to commit a murder. Murder. They're going to try to kill him, but the young bucks come out. This was good and I... break this up. They defend Moxley. So they're arguing. Kenny tries to go to the second turnbuckle, and they grab him, and they just pull him down. Like, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I mean, they are, you know, higher-ups of the company. Yeah. You can't really have murder happen. No, no, no. No murder <laughs> no on our murder. watch. So they start going, let's too sweet. Let's too sweet. And the Young Bucks, they won't do it. They go, no. 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 So this sends Kenny into a rage. He grabs Matt. He turns him around, and he basically rubs a too sweet symbol all up in his mm-hmm. face. Too sweet me. Too sweet me. But the Young Bucks won't do it. And so they're all arguing with each other. Yep. They're yelling back and forth. They don't understand what's going on. And uh, here comes Moxley with a chair like it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Nice. He's just whipping it around. It's like Leatherface. Look yeah, at me, I'm Leatherface. And the heels powder out, and Don Callis runs. He's just gone. <laughs> he runs out that side entrance. Just Love gone. It. See ya. Straight to the parking lot. And the Young Bucks just... They leave. They just leave. They leave. They don't too sweet them. He, they basically turn their back on them. Yeah. No, you can't commit a murder, no matter how much yes. you don't like this guy. And uh, This has been building, though. Yeah, so they're not friends. I mean, the elite's been dead for a while now. Yeah. So this is this is just them separating. At, at, at least they still do BTE on yeah. YouTube, because that's hilarious. So this is going to bring us to our next promo. It's kind of a weird one. It starts with Darby Allen and Sting. I'm getting tired of this Sting shit, dude. Yeah, he doesn't do anything or say anything. But the, but the entrance and the snow, I'm like, I'm done. I mean, done. It, would, it would look really good if you're going town to town. Yeah. At different entrances. It's the same place every week. Come on. Well, if you remember his, his entrance with uh, WCW when he turned, it wasn't necessarily the best anyway. It was kind of like this. Mm. So. That was the crow, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, here you go. All right, Darby, you first, man. I, I see you're still limping. Everybody's talking about the aftermath. It was a hell of a match against Scorpio Sky, but nobody expected it to end like that, at least after the match. I won this TNT Championship November 7th, 2020. You know how much times I defended it since then? Boy's got base. Yeah, he does. Jesus. For this three, man, he sure three does. times. Oh, no, 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 that's a joke. Yeah, don't cheer that. And now that <laughs> everything's done with Team Taz, I want to be a defending champion week in and week out. And I want to start by paying tribute to the greatest TNT champion of all time. I thought they were Dark saying Order. Cody. No, they if were you definitely saying Brody. Sound like when I was watching. Any one of you. Here comes Lance Archer. Week after week after week. How many times did you get an instinct, Shivani? Oh, God, so oh, I'm bad. I'm sorry. Did I take up your precious time? Actually, you know what? I don't give a rat's ass that I took up your time or anybody's time because it should be my time all the time. And Darby. Oh, Darby, you're the TNT champion. The internet might think you're terrific, but as far as I'm concerned, you're the biggest indie-rific joke this business has ever seen. Oh! oh. And you like coffee. 
coughing so much. Well, I'm about to put your ass in one. Yeah! Whoa. If it ended there, mwah, it, perfect. Yeah, but it doesn't. But it doesn't. Jesus. No, 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 no. No, you're going to freeze your ass off, man. You better go back there and put your bun back on. You know, your hot dog bun? Because you ain't nothing but a weenie boy. What? Oh, no. Steve, you know me. You know better. Jesus So you're going to get what's coming to you. The winds of the change are coming. Tony Khan better realize you don't play with fire. This is the biggest, baddest son of a bitch here. And he will twist it up and he will shove it up your rear ends. So be careful, boys. It's changing. Boo. Boo. So Jeez. don't talk, Jake. So they, uh, Jake uh, wheezes his way out. and uh, The Advair balloon comes in and takes him away. Yep. And then Team Taz shows up. And we got a little bit of Brian Cage. Slow down. Don't get excited, Stinger. Dobby. Stinger. Ah, Stinger. Just relax. You're not speaking for me tonight, Taz. Because I got something to say. I got something to say, all right? And it's not to you, Darby Allen. It's to you, Sting. I love you. You see, you show up. You show up with some hot shot. And you stick your nose in our business week after week after week. And after all the back and forth and the physicality and the damnest yeah. street fight in this business. I gotta say, I respect you. Whoa! Face turn. And more you completely. Me, <laughs> I want to come you out here and hello. look you in the eye and tell I you Ricky Starks having. is wrong. <laughs> With or without your bat, you are still the icon. Whoa! Team Taz is losing its mind. All right, uh, real quick here. We're gonna go to the uh, to the TV for a second. Oh yeah, and during that whole uh, whole uh, promotion, Look at the world uh, champion, though, Sting said nothing. Limping. He just stood there the entire time. That's okay. <laughs> and go back right, we're still on the Rick Rude, uh, Rick Flair match. And Rick Rude had a giant booger. Giant in booger. Huge. Humongous. Oh, the classic Ric Flair flip over there. Rick, man, Ric Flair knows how to sell. Yeah, he does. Anyone who wants to learn how to sell, you watch Ric Flair. Watch Ric fucking Flair. Ric Flair. Rick Rude's tights are the shit right now. Oh, they're great. Not worrying about risking themselves. I miss Rick Rude. Yeah, me too. He was so good. Him and Mr. Perfect. Who better? Who better? All right, let's keep going here. So this is going to bring us into match five in the night. Ray Phoenix versus... Yes. And Helico. Boo. Now, this match was kind of boring. It was dumb. And you're not going to get any of the Phoenix high-flying. 
you're going to get all the Angelico mat work. Let's wrap that match up. Yeah, so it's okay, because during, during this uh, match, we get a picture-picture that turns into commercial break. Restaurant quality picture Which is fine. Picture in perfect king. So uh, the only uh, thing that I have for Angelico is he tries to lock on the Navarro death roll, but the ropes were right there, so he immediately grabbed the ropes. Yeah. It's like the first time it was realistic, like, oh, the ropes are right there, grab it. Thank God. But in the end, Ray Phoenix wins when he uses he hits a crucifix bomb, followed by his sit down power driver for the victory. That's a good move. I like that move. And this is gonna bring us into another promo. Would that be uh this would be Miro, Miro and Kip. Miro. Marvez. Sorry to interrupt your workout. But Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy have challenged Kip Sabian and you to a rematch. Why? What what do you mean why? Charles. He's really trying to sweeten up that deal by offering that lifetime butlership if they lose the match. Butlership. But I'm not interested, Charles. The opportunity has moved on. I have moved on. I got better things to do now I, with my... I, I haven't. I can't move on from this, Miriam. What? They ruined my wedding. You were supposed to care. Or are you blaming me for that? <laughs> I'm not blaming you for that. But let's not forget the fact that whether you meant to or not, you pushed him into my wife. She's hurt. Well, now I'm really hurt myself. If you think that tending to your wife is more important than winning a match, let me give you a piece of advice. The worst thing for your career is having your wife at ringside. It's true. Remember that. But now remember this. Elizabeth. When that bell rings, I don't care about you. I don't care about your wife. I don't care about your family drama. I don't care about the opponent. All I care about is the destiny. It's my destiny. It's the achievement that I need to have. I need to be world champion, kid. I'm not going to stop you. I want that too. I want that for you. Outside the ring, we're still buds. Okay. That's good. So, do you two accept on Dynamite? Of course we accept. Duh. Yeah, duh. Don't be stupid. So... Right after this, they play another quick promo. We don't have it, but I'll just explain. That's correct. I don't have it. Dark or it was the ex- Dark Order's response to Darby Allen's challenge. So uh, we get a little video, and they said, uh, "Who's gonna Who's gonna take it up?" And you just see, everyone raises their hand. Well, we see negative one comes out. Ah, oh, I'm gonna do it. And uh, Evil Luna's like, "You're no, nine. you're nine. You're nine. So who's no. gonna do it? Everyone raises their hand. They go, how about John Silver? Oh, the oh, meat, meat man. Meat, 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 meat. So it's going to be for the uh, TNT title, the meat man, John Silver. Unfortunately, he's probably not going to win. No, versus Darby Allen. So we see another video package after this, and it's MJF going up to the locker room of the inner circle, mm. pulling down their nameplate. Inserting theirs. Inserting the pinnacles and taking over. So this is going to bring us to our main event, our final match of the night. Match number six, the unsanctioned lights out match. Thunder Rosa versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. This match was awesome. Wait, before you go any further, Bob. Yes, please. What do you got for me? Bust a nut. Bust a nut. I came. I saw. And I came again. Oh, man. Correct. And during this match, Hikaru Shida is watching the, uh, the monitor. She looks good. I'm an equal nut. There defender. you go. 
So, as soon as uh, Thunder Rosa hits the ring, we have a stare down between our competitors. But then she's immediately hit in the back by a crutch. Reba? By, by Revel. Reba. Yeah. Yeah. So, this uh, this Thunder Rosa then chases uh, Revel outside and starts beating on her. And Britt Baker then spears Thunder Rosa through the ropes on the stage and then immediately hits an air raid crash for a one count. Yeah. What a way to start. The fight spills to the side and Baker gets a couple of good chair shots. And then she starts doing a promo to the camera. This is a nice distraction, so Thunder Rosa gets up and gets some nice chair shots of her own. Love it. Uh, Thunder Rosa then takes out uh, Reba slash Rebel with a chair. Stick to Rebel. Rebel. (laughs) The fight spills into the crowd. Rosa places Baker up in a chair, but when Rosa charges the chair for a cannonball, Britt Baker moves out of the way and Thunder Rosa crashes to the floor. Baker pins her for a two count. Now, uh, they're back on the right side of the barrier, and Rebel and the Good Doctor are setting up a table. This is going to come back later. Oh, yeah. Baker then curb stomps Thunder Rosa on the ring steps, and this cuts Thunder Rosa open. Oh, yeah, we got blood. Got a little controversy with that blood. Yeah. This blood was real. The Britt Baker one, I think, was fake. It looked like fake blood. I didn't get that. Yeah. So, uh, I'm also surprised that uh, no eyeballs popped out because, as you know, ring steps. No eyeballs, and, okay. And and, uh, and, and freaking curb stops. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any relation to Seth Rollins in this match? Uh, I think that's the only one. I mean, like, actual, like, are they, is anyone? No. With, okay. No. So, um, the doctor then starts littering the ring with chairs. She's piling up yep. chairs. Love it when that happens. And finally, both women get back in the ring, and we get that close-up of Thunder Rose's color. She's bleeding. It looks good. And then we go to a picture and goddamn picture. Why? In the middle of the main event. If Was this a main, men's main event when we go to picture or picture? I don't know. I don't know. But it's, I'm going to take notice from now on. Yeah, it's in. It's inexcusable. That's bullshit. This match is fucking awesome. It's inexcusable to do a picture or picture here. You should have ate up all your commercial time. Exactly. And made this a 20-minute... Do two Nothing. commercial breaks during the shitty 10-man tag team match. That's fine. Nobody just, cares about that. You have... I think it's just a quota. You got to get your quota in for commercials. So do it before this. Yeah. Seriously. You could have cut out the meat man. I mean, I love John Silver, but you could have put yeah, a commercial that's there. That's fine. You know? So we return to picture picture and Britt Baker superplexes Thunder Rosa into the pile of steel chairs. So awesome. And Baker pins her for a two count. Oh my God. So good. Rebel starts uh, handing Baker a ladder, but Thunder Rosa hits a Bulldog slamming Baker's face into that ladder. Beautiful. That for, is a classic. For a two count. Classic move. Uh, Baker is uh, in the corner, but she's down, so she's on the she's leaning against the bottom turnbuckle, and Rosa hits a double knee. She then takes that ladder, and she traps Baker behind the ladder, pushing her in there. Rosa then runs and hits a running drop kick to the ladder, and that cuts up the good doctor. Yeah. She's open now. To me, that looked like fake blood. It looked like it was running down through her hair. Well, she could have been cut in the head. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't look it. it the The blood just didn't look right. It didn't look like real blood. 
It was the way it was dripping and gooping and piling. It kind of looks like that stuff that I used to get when I was pretending to be a vampire. I disagree. I think it was fake blood. Too much happened in this match for it not to have happened. I think uh, Rosa bladed, and I think it was fake blood capsules for Dr. Brooke Baker. That's what I think. That's uh, Call me a conspiracy theorist, but that's what yeah, it looked like to me. You're entitled to your opinion, buddy. So, Baker is grabbed onto the ropes, and Rosa is trying to drag her off, and the ref is, in her, is getting in her way. This is an unsanctioned anything goes match. Why mm-hmm. is the ref getting in the way? Why this is, is he pushing her off? A, a no DQ match. It's a no DQ match. Why is he going? No, no, no. Back off. Back off. Bullshit. That's stupid. It's bullshit. What's he gonna do next? Count him out, idiots. Dumbass. So Rosa takes that ladder that's been in the ring and she sets it on the bottom rope, prone. And uh, Thunder Rosa grabs a hold of uh, Doctor Baker's head and then. Bites her. Just viciously yep. bites her. Bites her allegedly where the the cut is, Bob. Yeah, bites her. And um, Baker re- uh, retaliates by hitting a thrust kick and then sending Rosa crashing into the ladder by using a flatliner. Mm, that looked great. That was fantastic. Now, Baker is dripping with blood, and she heads to the top of, one, of the turnbuckle. She is intercepted immediately by Thunder Rosa, who hits a slow but good-looking Death Valley driver into that same prone ladder that she just got flatlined okay. into. What you just said there, she's dripping with blood. If you capsule or do fake blood, it's going to run out pretty quick. That's why you have multiple ones. I didn't see her do anything. I th- You didn't have to. I don't know. I don't uh, think it's real blood. I think it is. It just it doesn't seem right to me. So Rosa pins her for a two-count. Uh, later on, a chair has been set up in the ring by Thunder Rosa, like set to sit in it, and Baker hits a DDT into that setup chair onto Thunder Rosa. Well done. And then she folds up that chair. Same chair. Puts Rosa's head on top of it and curb stomps her oh. for a two count. God damn. Baker puts on that black latex glove, and you know what time it is. It's lockjaw time. Well... All of a sudden, she instructs uh, Rebel to grab something for her. And Rebel goes under the ring, and she brings back a black canvas bag. Of? She hands it to the doctor, and Britt Baker... What did you think was in that bag? Well, exactly what I thought it was. Okay. Yeah, because it's been... It's always always how it's portrayed. Right. It's a bag of thumbtacks, and she's pouring I'm seeing a lot of stuff online that a lot of people thought it was going to be teeth. Because she's a dentist. What is she, Danhausen? I don't, I don't know. That's Danhausen's thing. He pours teeth on your into your face. Well, that's out there. <laughs> a lot of people thought that. I didn't. I didn't. I thought it was what I thought it was. Tax. Yeah. So, and we get a shot of those thumbtacks. They're and, big, and they're big, and they're real. I'm sure there's a few of them that are fake, but they're, the ones that we saw were sharp and real. There's a lot of real ones in there. Now Baker then goes for that swinging neck breaker over by the tax. Speaking of thumbtacks. Cactus Jack Cactus just came out on our TV. Cactus Jack. So she goes for that swinging neck breaker, but uh, Thunder Rosa gets out, and then she uh, attempts a power bomb. But good old Rebel tries to save the day and is chased immediately out of the ring. And then uh, Thunder Rosa drop kicks Rebel into that chair, into that table mm. she helped set up earlier. And she goes right through it. Right through it. Right through it. Nice, nice table spot. Yes, it was. 
Baker grabs Rosa again, then attempts a Death Valley driver, but that is re reversed into that power bomb she did before, and she power bombs Baker into the freaking tax. Onto the tax. Oh, what and, a spot! Dude. And you see those tax. She's stuck. She's got tax all in her back. Oh, oh my god. My god. Baker. Uh, but Baker gets that lock on. But in order to get out, Rosa rolls Baker back into that pile of thumbtacks. Mm -hmm. She looks like a pincushion. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. They're, they're everywhere. Uh, I don't know about you, but I see the thumbtacks. I just go, oh, man. Ooh. So we're getting towards the end of the match. Baker hits a thrust kick that sends Rosa to the mat. And she kind of rolls out to the apron. So Baker gets onto the apron herself, and starts climbing to the top of one of the turnbuckles. I, I don't know what she's going to do. Yeah. Someone said that they think that she was going to grab Rosa and try to powerbomb him, because there's a table right on the outside. But Rosa grabs Baker, and from the apron hits the fire thunder driver through that table so good. for the pin victory. And that's AEW. Finally, a good women's match. Did, did you see uh, immediately Rosa like was just like... Went right to Baker and was like congratulating her or thanking her. Yeah. Yeah. Because talk about it. This has been a, what, a couple month build for this match? Slow build. Slow build. And it ended spectacularly. I would say this is maybe a top two women's match of all time. This um, this got a good rating with Meltzer, if I remember. He said it was the, the best uh, women's match on American soil. I don't know. I mean, the Bailey Sasha match at Takeover. He rated it right at right as high as that one. That one to me, that's not the Bailey Sasha match. The one he uh, he he equivalented it to the I think the Evolution match, the the uh, the main event at Women's Evolution, that paper Women's pay per view. What was it? It was that? the Triple Threat, I think. I don't. It's been a while. It's been a while. But uh, but for me, my top match, my top women's match is the Bailey Sasha Takeover match at Brooklyn. That was a good match, too. That was an awesome match. This match was finally a great women's match. It was, a it was plus. awesome. And, a uh, fucking plus. It's kind of sad it wasn't on a pay-per-view, because that was a pay-per-view-worthy match. It was. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is AEW. AEW Dynamite! You want to give the... No, that's awards. Yeah, that's awards. So, it's time for uh, news. Time for news. <laughs> Time for news. I am Walter Cronkite. I am Paul Harvey. Hey. I'm Deep Throat. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go first today. In one of the rarest moments of professional hissing, New Japan's... Professional uh, what? Hisses? Professional wrestling okay. history. <laughs> New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling's latest show was interrupted by an earthquake. 7.3. A 7.3. Two. 7.2 two. Two, that two. hit Japan earlier today. Halfway through the six-man uh, tag team match feeding, uh, featuring Kota Ayabusha uh, and some other great guys against the uh, Bullet Club, uh, the whole arena was shaking. Yeah, scary, Did man. you see? There's a video on uh, Twitter, yep. and uh, they had to evacuate. That's crazy. That is crazy. Can you imagine Dude, just, in oh. the, just an earthquake happening? That's Japan for you. And um, 
they were also under a tsunami watch for a while. Until from like the rest of the world, and then Japan's like, no, 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 we're good, we're fine. Yeah. So, all right, go ahead. That's it. That's all I got for that one. All right. My first bit of news: uh, WWE has issued a new rule for oh. all their wrestlers. Oh, another new rule. Yes. All wrestlers will have to continue to wrestle during commercial breaks. They say it keeps them warmed up and keeps the in-ring story going. Okay. There's no audience. Hey, this is Vince McMahon, man. This is so it down. Oh, so dumb. He is so dumb. So uh, my next uh, little piece of news is uh, an AEW star reportedly has backstage heat following a dark match. Mm. Jack Evans reportedly picked up uh, some backstage heat uh, after this week's AEW dark main event. The final match tonight featured him and number 10, Preston Vance. Um, Jack Evans uh, reportedly said that it was a bad match, including Evans doing a Phoenix splash where he ended up catching number 10 in the face with an elbow. Number 10 was busted open badly, and you could see dripping blood through his mask. Pouring out. It was also noted that Evans and 10 went right to the finish, and 10 needed to have work done, a.k.a. get stitches in his face, right, right after this match was over. Now, this match had to be uh, taken down and edited later because Brody Lee did jump in the ring and fist bump the bloody hand of number he 10. He did, and then he, like, was like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. And uh, they they did edit that because of it. And uh, I, I don't know why you need to edit that. Yeah, people get upset about things. Evans reportedly got eternal heat from the people you don't want heat with in AEW. Evans was also not in a helicopter corner in AEW Dynamite the next night on mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day Slam when uh, he lost to Ray Phoenix, and that could be related. I got this story from uh, Wrestling Inc. Mark uh, Middleton, thank you for the story. But nice. it, give credit where credit's due. But Jesus, man, it, it yeah. looked bad. It was bad. Did you see uh, what was it? It was Sammy's blog the next night. He was recording that night, and he had yeah, stitches he was in his all face. All stitched up. He's like, I can't even smile. No, he looked. He looked big old fat yeah. lip. He's gonna be off for a couple weeks. Yeah, when sure. you when you have a hit like that to your face and you need stitches, mm-hmm. you he's gonna have to take at least two weeks. Yeah, on your lip, man. It, All right, my next bit is a quick one. Hulk Hogan and Titus O'Neil will be your hosts for WrestleMania 37. Oh Jesus Christ! Yep. Ugh. We finally get to have live fans at a different venue and. Leave it to Vince. Let me tell you here, Titus. I'm sorry for those things I said on that video. Listen to me, brother. <laughs> oh, I don't really want to be doing WrestleMania. So this is what they're doing. With but him. I need the money. I feel bad for Titus because yeah. he can wrestle. This is what you're doing with him? As long as they don't let him run down to the ring, we're good. Well, not in Saudi Arabia. It's fine. Whoopsie. Whoosh. Where'd Titus go? Yeah. I don't know. What else you got, Jay? Uh, WWE has already sold out many sections of the arena for WrestleMania, including the sections in front of the hard camera. Nice. Yes. I have one more bit. Go for it. You good? Yeah. WWE NXT UK will hold a special event during WrestleMania weekend. NXT Prelude will be held on the network and the cock. It will feature Tyler Bate versus Gnome Dar. In a number one contender match for a Kids Heritage Cup Championship. I don't know what any of this is. I don't know. 
I do got one more piece of news for us. But we have listeners in Ireland, in the yeah. UK, also UK. Thank you. Yeah. Hello and welcome. So my last piece of news is uh, congratulations, Eric Bischoff. He's going to be inducted Hall of Fame, into WWE baby. Hall of Fame, along with so far Molly Holly. Eric Bischoff should already be in the Hall of Fame. He is a Hall of Fame. He's he, he's. You can argue that what he did yes. control, uh, changed wrestling history. Argue? I mean, it, it'd be a quick it, argument. Yeah. <laughs> you know. All right, that is news, people. That's gonna bring us. To what? Awards. Ratings wrong. Oh come on! I'm gonna do awards. You wanna do awards? Yeah, do let's awards. do awards. Fuck yes, do awards. Well, You suck. You suck. You suck. They suck. Ooh, baby. All righty. This might be my favorite part. And I like doing news, too. Okay, awards. Bob? Yeah. I mean, hottest female. I mean. Do we have to say who it is? Are you it's kidding me? It's Scarlet. Scarlet. Jesus Christ. Oh, Come my on. God. Yeah, I remember when you texted me. Did you watch NXT? Yeah, wait for the busted nut as, the game, as yes. it starts. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. All right, hottest male, who you got? Fandango. I had him last week, so I switched it up. I took LA Knight. No, I had him last week, too, so he's a two-time champion in my book. Right. I tried to switch it up. No, Fandango looked too good. He looked good. He looked better last week because he had the tight... God damn, my son. Fuck. Yeah. Whatever. He looked really good. He still good. looked good. At LA Knight, he looked, his physique is tight. I can't get over the Stone Cold. I know. I just can't. I know. I know. I know. All right. Best promo. Sweep it. Uh, MJF. Just MJF. Yeah. Worst promo. <laughs> These are obvious. Jake the Snake. Yes. Best match. Again. Thunder Rosa versus yes. Rick Baker. Worst match. This is up for debate. Jade versus Jordan. All right, I, I I crossed my knot. I had Brazango versus Fan, Del Fantasma. No, it wasn't no, that bad. No, it wasn't. I'm going to take Cody and Penta. Really? Yeah. Why? Eh. It could have been great. It could, yeah, it could have been, been great, great. And they ended it with a fucking roll-up. Yeah, terrible. Fuck off. Best segment or moment? <sighs> that was tough because there wasn't really any best segments. Unless, I mean, it, uh, the only thing I could say is the pinnacle. That was that was a segment and a promo all at once. It was the best thing out of both shows. I had to take the Baker Rosa match. That was the best thing out of both shows. Period. That match was awesome. I mean, I have a best spot from that, which is to fire Thunder Driver through the table to end it. It was just awesome. Oh, I would go with the fucking the the, the, the power bomb on the thumbtacks. That was that was impactful, but that. That finisher off the apron through a table to finish this match off was just, that was just amazing. so good. It was amazing. I have a new category. Oh, God. We're spray tan. <laughs> Pretty easy. Oh, who do you got? MJF. Yeah. He looked like a fucking pumpkin. Yeah. How come your knuckles are a different color? <laughs> yeah. Did you see his ear? Yeah. It, shades of orange everywhere. It looked like a Dorito. <laughs> God, it's so bad. 
Uh, da, 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 worst segment. There really wasn't one. Yes, there was. What are you gonna go with? NXT main event. See, that's that's a, that's that's. A... I know it had Scarlet in it. I struggled with this. See, I don't think it was bad. I just think it was meh. The whole everything about NXT was meh. Yeah. This was un- unnecessary. It was dumb. Wasted waste of time. I could say the worst segment was the the first one when she was rubbing up on freaking Market and Birch. Oh. I mean, she looked good, but they were just idiots. That's fair. That's fair. Pick that's what, that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going right. with Logan uh, and Birch being idiots. Fine. Uh, best overall wrestler. Best overall wrestler of the night? Yes. Uh, Thunder Rosa. I have Britt Baker. They were both equally yes. good. Both well-deserved. Best show. It's obvious, too. It's AEW. All right. So we're on to ratings. To ratings. But we'll come back because we have our picks for uh, Fastlane. All right. Coming up. But let's, uh, Shane, play us some ratings. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Oh, yeah. I love that. All right. Ratings for AEW and NXT. AEW. Down a little bit. 768,000. They're still in that 7,000 range, though. Yeah. 700,000. They need to be, like, continuously, like, 8, 9. That's where they need to be. I'm sorry. They do. 700 is NXT territory. Well, not anymore. It's not. Well, no. But it will be. Going forward. All right. And they were ranked number six in the top 150. They ranked number 57 in viewership and a point twenty eight demo. That's a hard right now because you got March Madness going on. That's true. That's got a lot of eyes. Yes, it does. A lot of degenerate gamblers out there. Oh, yeah. Yes. NXT. 597,000. They're getting close to dark numbers. Yeah, that's but that's where they've been floating lately in the $500,000 range. Oh, God. Ranked number 43 in the top 150. And 7.3 in viewership. 0.13 in the demo. Not good. Uh, last week, AEW did 743. Number 4 in cable. Number 62 in viewership. NXT did 691. Oof. Big, big drop. Big drop. Number 25 on cable. Number 65 in viewership. But I like to, I like to think that it's March Madness. I would like to... Th- Think that too, and I hope going forward when they change nights, things I, get better. I think they both can hit a million on both individual. That'd be nights. great. I want both shows to, to be good, yeah. and succeed. I love both of them. All right, the overall winner for cable, the show with the most viewers, Bob. Any guesses? Was it the Mass Singer again? No. What is it this time? Chicago Fire. Chicago Fire is really good. That's a really good show. They had a 7.48 million views. Wow. Max Singer is in the news. They had the best demo. 1.22. Nice. Very nice. That's ratings, everybody. Nice. 
We have fast lane picks. All right, fast lane time. What music do you want in the background for this? Yeah, you choose. Dealer's choice. It works. All right, Bob. Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. The main event: WWE Universal Championship match: Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. Roman Reigns. I have Roman. Can you think of a, a bonus question for that match? Will there be interference? Mm, that's pretty vague. Yeah. All right. We'll come back. Women's tag team title match. I am on the fence with this one. Okay. So uh, Between Nia and Shayna versus Bianca and Sasha. Nia and Shayna. That's who I have. But there's been shit going on between... Shayna and Nia. Yeah, over Reginald. No, you didn't see SmackDown. No, I don't. I don't watch Shayna anymore. Shayna kicked Nia during a tag team match. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and broke up like a, a pin. Oops. Yeah. But do we are we really gonna have two belts, Sasha going into WrestleMania? I mean, they've done it before, but are we gonna do it again? I don't think so. I'll take. I'm gonna take it. You got Naya and yep. Shayna. Probably just to be different. Uh, Bianca and Sasha. Bonus question? I don't have one. I do. Will Reginald be involved in the outcome of the of the match? Yes. I agree. All right. Intercontinental Championship match between Big E and Apollo... I can't do a Nigerian accent. <laughs> That's tough, but I think I'm going to take Apollo Crews. I got Big E. Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. Uh, Drew McIntyre. Correct. Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss. This is an interesting one. <laughs> I don't even know that the match is going to happen. I have no clue what's going to happen here. Uh, I'm going to take... One of us should take one or the other. I'll take Alexa Bliss. I have Orton. <laughs> Why not? And there's a bonus question. Does The Fiend return in person? Yes. I also have yes. All right. Moving right along. Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman. Get these hands. I'm going to take Shane McMahon. I got Braun. I'm going to lose a title. Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bonus question. Does Shane go through a table? No. I have yes. All right. U.S. Championship. Mustafa Ali versus Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle. Correct. We can do a bonus for this one, too. Does retribution play a factor in the outcome? Yes. All right, I agree with that. Okay. There you go. That is Fastlane tomorrow night on the cock or on the network. It's the last pay-per-view of the network. The last. Oh, man. Sad day. It's a very sad day. I hope you guys like cock because you're going to be taking it from that here on out. Hey, all right, Bob. There you go. 
That's that. Let's 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 get through this here. Val. Hello, ladies. And that is the show. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Backyard Podcasts, Instagram, Backyard Wrestling Pod, and on Twitter, Backyard Marks. And make sure you uh, actually email us, backyardwrestlingpod at gmail.com. Yes, email us. D- slide into our DMs. Please do. Hit us up, guys. We don't bite. So we'll be back next week same bat time same bat channel oh yeah thank you for listening and we'll see you then see ya goodbye now let's go back to Sunny and see if she can get Rick Rude to do the exact same thing take it away I'm standing by with ravishing Rick Rude and Rick I want to know why are you here tonight well right now I could think of a couple of good reasons but besides the obvious You might say I'm here because I love action. Or maybe I'm here because of physical attraction. Okay, well, will you be at ground zero? You asking professionally or personally? Professionally. Professionally, you'll have to wait and see. Personally, I'll be in the penthouse suite at the airport, Marriott. Okay, come on. You can tell me, Ricky. Who exactly are you working for? Sonny, I'm a businessman. I sell insurance, protection. Anyone who can afford to pay the premium can pick up a policy. Because sooner or later, everybody needs protection. As a matter of fact, Sonny, you might need a little protection, and I just might have what you need. Um, I'll get back to you on that. Are you ready? Break it down! Shock the system.